This is the Russian dynamite Masha Slamovich. Becca here. This is not America's sweetheart Davian. It's Billy Starks and the super fly guy Trayvon Jordan. This is the fly side flyer Jalen Brandon. Hardcore princess Jules Malone. Hi there, this is the bubblegum princess Alexia Nicole. This is the Brazilian Wonder Woman Christy Jane. This is the baddest black belt Chennai Kai. This is Kid Bandit. The smash hit Joel Bateman. This is Robin Renegade. Cody Hawk. Brutal Bob Evans. And you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. This is Ellie Barrett, and this is Wrestling With Entertainment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show with Wrestling With Entertainment, the only audio experience on the web today. Interviewing all your favorite wrestlers every Tuesday and Wednesday on YouTube and Castbox. Sponsored by Rogue Energy and Playoff One Coffee. I am, of course, your host, James Shea. I am solo today, but it is still a great day for wrestling, because we are wrestling with Ellie Barrett. Oh my goodness, what an intro. <laughs> what we like to do a big deal. <laughs> I mean, as you should, for me, as you should. I loved it. Absolutely. A star in the uh, the making on the rise, no? Very true. I would say I'm already a star, but people are just now understanding it. And I love that for them. And we love it as well. And um, how can um, these new fans see you next? What's coming up? Uh, well, right now I am on the shelf uh, recovering from a knee injury that I didn't take care of back in March, and now I'm facing the consequences of it. But my next appearance will be up in Skowhegan, Maine at a paid show or a free show. Uh, it's for charity. It's to raise money for Christmas, uh, kids' toys for Christmas and stuff like that. So if you want to make the trip or if you're already up in Maine and you love me, you should come check me out because I have some unfinished business with the one sea bass fin that I need to take care of. And it's going to be good. And we'll, uh, we'll put that on hold for one second. Could you tell us where, uh, you can find, uh, where we can find you on social media? As well. Oh, where they can find me on social media? Yeah. Well, all of my socials are the same. It is Ellie Barrett PW on Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok. Awesome. And uh, merchandise yet? No merch yet. Everyone keeps asking me for merch, and I just haven't gotten around to making it yet. I've got to think of something. I... Have, I'm so talented that I've done designs for other people, but haven't had the time to do anything for myself. But it is in the works. So for all of the people, I know a couple of people have been asking. I have it in the works. All right. We'll keep, to, we'll keep uh, in tune for that. Um, and, of course, all of the, your links to all your social media will be in the uh, description of the video below or on YouTube and Castbox. As they should. Absolutely. Um, now, can you tell us uh, about how you got into it? What happened? How I got into wrestling? No, how did you got? How did you get into it? You said you were recovering from uh, a knee injury. Sorry, I have very poor hearing. I had a knee injury back in March. Um, I just—it was something really simple where I just rolled it and. Um, it turns out I did some damage to my LCL and my MCL after just keeping, you know, working on it and not doing it, not 
taking care of it. And um, so I finally went to a real doctor and they were like, hey, you need to take time off uh, or you are going to need surgery. So I didn't want to get surgery. So I said, okay, I have to wear a, a brace and I have to go to physical therapy. Um, and it sucks having to take time off, but in the long run, it'll be worth it. I mean, anytime you can av avoid getting surgery, it's always a win, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I know some people who have just gotten back from uh, ACL injuries, and um, that's that's uh, TJ Crawford, actually. Yeah, he took a I, – I could never imagine taking that much time off, and uh, he's back now and better than ever. He's killing it. So good for him. Right. And is there a time frame when we will see you back in the room? Um, I've got two more weeks of physical therapy, so hopefully after that soon. All right. We're looking forward mm. to that. So what's the beef with Seabass Spin? Um so the the beef is that I mean like he just, he made a fool of me. He made like a literal fool of me uh, in front of all these kids up in Maine. And I, I just like, I'm embarrassed. I'm offended. Um, I had, it was a tag match and my partner did nothing to help me. So I also have a little beef with him, but not as much as Seabass. Um, so yeah, I just, I just need to settle the score and make it even. It's not like I'm really offended. I'm only just really kind of offended. So as as soon as like the beef is settled, I'm sure everything will be fine. Um, I'm hoping so long as that he cooperates with me, you know? One might say you have justified with him. Uh, yeah, one might say that. <laughs> okay. Now, you work for Chaotic Wrestling. Can you tell us about your relationship with that company? I, you know what? I love a lot of people in chaotic wrestling, but they're currently under, they're being run by the unit. And I'm not really the biggest fan of the unit. Um, so love chaotic, love the people in it, love Davian. Uh, she is probably uh, the best champion that the company's ever had. Um, the oh, first no. female champion. Um, so... Yeah, I love love Chaotic. It's a great company. Um, it, I think it's the best place to get your start in um, wrestling in New England. And, um, and then, then they have some great people on their shows. So besides the fact that it's like unit territory or whatever, it's a great place. And like you said, it's one of the, uh, the better places to get your start. How has that environment, you know, helped your wrestling career? Because it does seem like, you know, the chaotic slash limitless um, group, the, that family, it, it does seem, it seems just like that, a family. Yeah, it, it like, I mean... Every family has their, you know, their quarrels and whatnot. And of course I have my quarrels with a lot of people and that's okay. But it's at the end of the day, we are family. And um, yeah, it's just a very, I guess, I, I guess close knit group of people. It's, it's, it's all incredibly talented people that I could 
probably talk forever about is the talent uh, at Chaotic and also at Limitless, but it does, a lot of the people bounce in between. Um, and it's, a, it's a, I guess it's a, just a very, very talented family that we've got going on. Definitely. Mm. And how has that kind of helped you in your wrestling journey to be around, you know, when you think independent wrestling, obviously chaotic and limitless are the first two to kind of come up. So how has that helped you be in that environment and with those people? Um, I Being around some of the best wrestlers constantly makes me want to be better and work harder and um, and, and eventually and eventually like run with the big dogs like Davian and Alec Price and Anthony Green and all these people who are amazing. So it just, it makes me want to, to push myself. And, um, and there's also so much that I can learn from these people, even people like JT who runs the unit, he does have a lot of knowledge. So I will give him that. And, uh, he has a lot that, um, is great to, you know, to watch and learn. And, um, it just betters my knowledge being around these people. It makes me uh, want to be better every single day. Oh. Now I noticed that you use the hashtag undefinable. Yes, I do. Can you tell us about the undefinable hashtag and its significance to you? Um, well, the word undefinable to me means... I means exactly what it says it means. I don't like to be put in a box, I guess. Um, I am non-binary, uh, which means that I personally don't really identify with uh, necessarily being female or necessarily being male or masculine or feminine or all that. I just feel somewhere in the middle. And um, I kind of got that shtick from that. I don't want to be defined as a woman. I don't want to be defined as a man. I don't want to be defined as anything. I don't want anyone to tell me who I am. Um, so I am undefinable and I like being like that. Um, and that's, that's the biggest thing to me is, is, is being that and also spreading that message to kids who are uh, feeling the same way as I did when I was growing up um, and that it's okay to feel those things and uh, just be that kind of role model that I didn't necessarily have growing up. Okay. And, you know, speaking about the uh, non-binary, you're the yes. first non-binary wrestler to come out of a uh, any PWA. Um, yes. You know, at, at in some degrees, that's great, but at some degrees, it's like, hi, why hasn't there been more? So, what does it mean to you to be the first to come out of that wrestling school as the first non-binary wrestler? Uh, that's a good point. That why doesn't there have been more? There are some students right now who also do identify uh, as non-binary, and you love to see it. Like more and more people, 
are feeling comfortable um, because in the past, the wrestling world hasn't been the kindest environment. Um, and now it is becoming a lot more safe and kind of an environment for people, um, also different sorts of people uh, in the LGBT community. Um, so it's great to see that uh, it's not just me coming out of there. Uh, there's lots of other students that are on the rise that are great. Uh, and of course, uh, Drea Rebelle, the um, ring attendant, who is also non-binary, um, both of us uh, making moves and making history in uh, the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Um, but being the, <laughs> the first wrestler is, if I think about it too hard, I get nervous about it because I want to be the best representation that I can be. Right. Um, uh, so I try not to let that get to me, although it gets to me very often. <laughs> uh, um, but I don't, I don't, but like, you don't have to keep that part in because that's, we don't, they don't need to know that I've ever had uh, problems. That's whatever. <laughs> um, it's like, it's fine. It's whatever. Like I'm, uh, everyone needs to know that I'm perfect. I've never been scared in my life. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's it's it makes me nervous sometimes because it's like I, I all I want to be is the role model for kids that were like me growing up and uh, I didn't I didn't have something like that so it's it, it is a lot of pressure to be that um, and that's why I guess I am I am very fortunate to tie back into the uh, people at chaotic to have people um, that are so talented that make me want to be better. And I can, I can then be that role model for kids. Is there somebody that uh, you go to uh, at chaotic or at the school like, that is, you know, your most trustworthy person to say, hey, can you look at this footage? Could you help me with this? Help me with that, et cetera, et cetera? Um, I mean, I I go to multiple people just to get like multiple opinions. I think you can never have too much like advice. So if I'm ever like, hey, would you look at this or would you check this out? Um, I try to ask as many people as I can. I tend to go to Ricky Smokes a lot. He is uh, extremely talented. So I tend to ask him a lot. Uh, hey, what do you think of this? Or hey, does this look good? And um, he's he's very uh, intuitive and very uh, great at giving advice. Okay. Now, mm. you were a part of the Chaotic Countdown. I was indeed. Could you tell us about that experience? Well, it was certainly an experience because... Um, I was very dead set in my ways that I was just destined to win the chaotic countdown. I felt that it was what was written in the stars for me. It was meant to be because I said so. And that's how it works. That's how life works. Cause if I say so it uh, happens. Yes. Um, and if, if it, if it, I uh, say so and it doesn't happen, then um, that's wrong. Um, and then like, you know, it started off good, started off great. We're, where uh, I was teaming with Shannon, uh, but you know, I had to do what I had to do in there. Um, and I love Shannon, I love Shannon. She's um, uh, from 
nearby where I grew up. So we were two girls from the, or two people from the same area, um, just making our names for ourselves in wrestling. So it was a shame that I had to do what I did, but I have to do what I have to do. So it's fine. It's whatever. And, um, and then Scotty Slade came out and, um, it was awesome to see Scotty Slade. I'm not going to lie because, uh, he, when I first started training just before the pandemic hit, he was training a little bit at uh, the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. So I was like, oh, great. I could, like, this is like another person on my side. This is sick. And he had the audacity to eliminate me and eliminate me, be the first person eliminated in the, in the Rumble um, when I was pretty sure I was destined to win. So that was just weird. Um, and so I'm certainly not too pleased about how that turned out. Um, and I'm also not pleased that Ricky won it because I was supposed to win it, but I'm trying to get over it. It's been really hard. It's been really traumatic. Um, but yeah, that's, I guess that's that situation. Yeah. How dare you meddle in destiny? Exactly. Like he... I thought him and Cassie were like friends and then he had the audacity to do what he did. And it's like, you're really, you're showing your true colors. Maybe I guess, you know, I'm really, maybe I'm glad that it wasn't me in there because it's like, I thought Ricky Smokes and I were like cool or whatever. Um, yeah, we'll like, like mess with each other sometimes, but it's like, whatever. Uh, but for him to do what he did to his best friend in there, or what I thought was his best friend in there, I just really showed his true colors. And um, despite all the times that I will go to him, for advice um yeah it's just like i don't know kind of whatever but i'm sure at some point i will get my get my revenge on him um i don't know when that will be but hopefully it'll be soon um it may not be in a wrestling ring it may be in a parking lot at 3 a.m with my baseball bat but you know what things <laughs> the, things have to happen you know things have to happen no i completely get that Thank, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Someone who understands me. I think it's so great. We're very understanding here at Wrestling You seem very understanding. I love it. Some people, some people are not. There's, there's, you know, I have my little uh, group of fans. They get it. And I really appreciate that they get it. So shout out to them. Um, they are wearing unit merch a lot of the time, and that's kind of embarrassing for them. But <laughs> when they get some, when they get some Ellie Barrett merch, it'll be fine. Then when they get some Ellie Barrett merch, then then it'll be okay. I'll I'm forgive them. I'll forgive them. It's another reason, you know, to get the merchandise out. Exactly. 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 And I mean, I do love the color purple, but you will never catch me wearing a unit shirt. That's for sure. Now, you mentioned that you started um, training in right before the pandemic hit. Yes, I did. Um, so I started training in February of 2020. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> Literally one month before, I will never forget it. Um, it was, well, I might forget the day of the show. It was the last show before the world shut down. I want to say it was March 7th, but my memory is like a goldfish. So I also distinctly remember um, Verna 
like getting on the mic and being like the virus is never like this is uh we don't got anything to worry about and then the world shut down um and we were um the the school was shut down i mean everything was shut down the school was shut down and um then they started doing stuff back in august of 2020 in the time that we weren't able to go to the school uh we had some awesome opportunities to have seminars with um some extremely talented people uh bailey which was one of my favorites um we had uh um oh my goodness oh uh queen charmel that one was a really cool experience yeah um uh uh his name, oh my God, his name is escaping me because his name isn't Zack Ryder, and I can't. It's, Matt Cardona. Uh, Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Oh my goodness, I should have like I'm like it, it's it's a his initials are MC. Why can't I think of it? Uh, yeah, those were some of the ones that were just um, incredibly cool. We had one with MJF. He was extremely rude, but also very knowledgeable. So I will take what I can get. Um, and sorry, it balances out. It does balance out. It was, yeah, I mean, like, he was really, he really just berated all of us, but it was berating all of us with knowledge, and I really, that, I admire that, um, I admire that about him, so I appreciate that. And of course, the next Madonna, or we can say uh, about that, is hashtag MajorPodTV. Yes. Um... Yeah, Matt Cardona was all, there's uh, so many that we did. Matt Cardona was really cool. Now, um, yeah. Now, having, do you kind of feel like, you know, all this is stopping, having, starting with career in the pandemic era, it's, oh, this is stopping my progress, or is it more, I have more time to get myself ready to be in the ring when everything opens up? Um, well, uh, the pandemic, the pandemic was a lot. And um, I did take time off um, between like fall of 2020 and uh, through winter of 2021 um, and came back in towards the end of March of 2021, uh, just to kind of like, get find my footing uh again and um once i was able to do that it was a lot easier um obviously having to wrestle and train wearing a mask and do, is is not the most uh fun thing in the world um but i think being able to persevere through that um just makes me feel like i can persevere through anything and um, so it, it was, it was a challenge, and I never want to do it again. But, but if I had to, I would. Um, but in the long run, I do think that um, I, I feel like I did benefit from it. Okay. Well, you mentioned Shannon Levanti. You know, mm-hmm. let's say she understood what you had to do during the Battle Royal, the, the countdown. Um, is there a possible tag team there? I would love to tag. I'm so glad you brought that up. I would love to tag with Shannon one day. Um, I think 
we the time that we did have where we were working together in um the in the countdown was so much fun um shannon is incredibly talented she's so fun to watch she's so fun to work with um i would love to tag with shannon um i think it'd be it would be so cool we're both from south shore massachusetts so it'd be so cool to to represent represent our home or whatever but uh yeah i would i would love to tag i would do it in a in a new york minute if i could all all feelings aside all feelings aside if she could understand that i had to do what i had to do then i would i'd uh like a heartbeat i would do that so it's clearly you are part of headband club um a headband club absolutely i am a part of the headband club um I am whenever Shannon's music uh, music comes on, I am always dancing. It's such a fun song. I mean, how can you how can you not love Shannon? How can you not love Troublemaker? Um, of course, I am I am a I am a Shannon stan through and through. I just uh, I don't feel you know I certainly don't feel sorry for what I did in there, um, and I would do it again because. I got to do what's best for me, but when we're working together, I say we make a pretty good team. I think we just, we, it's the South Shore mentality. We just get each other. No, I completely get that. Yeah. I mean, then she, you know, she should understand, you know, you have to do what you have to do. She would probably, yeah. if she was in the same position, she would try and do it to you. I would, I mean, like, I would hope so. I don't know if she would have it in her. She's too nice. Um, but that's what I love about her is because she's too nice. She's just like so nice, and uh, I don't think she, I don't think she, she could even have a, like a bad bone in her body. Um, so I don't know if she could do what I did, but um, I mean, like if she, like if, I mean, if she could, oh, power to you. She is. It's I could never imagine Shannon. I don't know ever not being just like too nice. Tell us about um, Hot Neon Green Summer. Yes! <laughs> um, Hot Neon Green Summer is a movement that I started and nobody else started. And um, it really just started because neon green is my favorite color. And I think everyone looks good in it. So why not just be like, everyone should wear it. And now then they, they can also be hot too, just like me. And, um, and that's exactly what happened. Because if you look back at so many people's fashion, so many people's gear, so many people were wearing neon green this summer, not even just wrestlers, like, like people like in general, like celebrities, like, like, um, um, Megan Fox, there's a picture of her on her Instagram, and she's wearing neon green. It's like from September, which is like, kind of fall, but like, I'll allow it. Um, so yeah, that was just a trend that I started, and nobody else started and then, and it's all me, it's all my doing and I started it. And yeah, I just it's I like it's good to share the hotness. It's good to be that kind of level of confidence in yourself that um you can look good in any color, but you will always 100% look hot in neon green. And that's if I have to retire tomorrow, that is the message that I want everyone to know is that you will always look good in neon green. <laughs> Maybe that I have other messages that would also be more important, like be yourself or whatever, but those are not as important as, as being hot. So yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even, you know, uh, 
only you're just someone, Miz, and Tommaso Ciampa will wear neon green. Exactly! Exactly! When I saw that, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe my tr- my my trend has gone all the way up to the WWE! Like, well, I mean, I know Tommaso Ciampa came from Chaotic, so I guess maybe he heard about me through the grapevine and was like, this person, they know what they're talking about. Hey, Miz, we should all wear neon green. And they looked stunning. So... That is yeah. a that is a great point. That was amazing. I can I mean I think they should wear that gear more often. For sure. It's awesome that, you know, the trend all the trends you're setting at this point. I am. I am uh I guess like a trend standard, like trailblazer icon. Um like I it was that's that's why also why I'm undefinable. It was because it was so hard to pick just one thing about me that's like my my thing because I have so many good things about me. Um yeah. Oh. Um can you tell us about why Sigma doesn't want to give you a birthday card? Oh, um, so on my, so first of all, I am birthday buddies with, um, uh, Dolph Ziggler, Triple H, and Hangman Adam Page, and I just, like, which is, which is, like, so, like, iconic of all four of us to be born on that day, July 27th, shout out to those three people, um, love them all big fans of all of them um and yeah i guess like maybe sigma just like forgot to wish me a happy birthday which is weird because like i don't know if he personally knows triple h or something but he personally knows me and he didn't wish me a happy birthday so i just thought like i was like that's so weird and um so obviously i called him out for it and he i don't know what like he was on because it's like i don't want his pity birthday card um but i guess like i was never gonna get one anyways so whatever um and yeah so i mean like sigma and i are cool now i guess i mean i think he's like really weird um and i want to like stay like far far away from him because he keeps saying that he's gonna eat people um but, like, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm sure, like, we can let bygones be bygones. And um, maybe if I just give him a burger, he'll leave me alone. <laughs> well, uh, maybe um, Finn. A sea bass Finn. So two boards with one stone right there. Uh, well, I mean, like, Sigma just didn't, like, wish me happy birthday uh Seabass embarrassed me in front of a crowd of children that could have been like cheering me and they weren't they were booing me and that was first of all embarrassing for the kids that they don't know what's right um and then just like it was embarrassing for me because um (laughs) Seabass just he made a fool of me he made me turned me into a little rowboat for his little fishing journey and then like (sighs) it was just I'm I, I hope that, um, I don't know, I just hope if, if that were to surface, like that footage, I, I don't know what I would do. Um, I would probably have to, to, well, no, I can I say that? Oh, I'm going to say it anyways. I would probably have to kill him. Um, and it's just like, 
why? Like, because we were cool before that, and um, now we're not. Right. So, um, it's if Sigma wrongs me, then yeah, of course, two birds with one stone. So much easier. But no, he's just weird to me, and um, okay, I can't, I can't knock that until he wrongs me. I have no reason to hurt him yet. So looking for reasons to hurt Sigma. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of with uh, everyone. Um, I have, there's some people, I have just a billion reasons to want to just um, ruin their whole lives. Um, and as, as I should, I think I'm fully in the right to do so. I imagine the unit is on that uh, list. Um, they are, with the exception of Alley Catch. Alley Catch can do no wrong. Um, okay. I don't, it, I, like, I just, I don't include her in, in the, the whole ish that is the unit. Um, I try to pretend that she's not, like, part of it, but she is, and it's really unfortunate for her. Um, and Alley Catch, if you're listening to this, um, get out of there. You can come join with me, and we can be, we can be better than them. We can do so much better, and we can be the tag champs. That would be so cool. Um, I just, I just, I, I just feel bad for her because she's, you know, she's so cool and I think she's, can do so much better than being in the unit. I believe she's already rocking neon green as well. Mm, she has been rocking neon green. She's another, um, person who's been rocking the neon green. Maybe she's, um, maybe she's, uh, a closet neon green summer. Um, no, I've seen her, like, I think she's openly worn neon green, but I can't, like, think of, uh, I mean, like, even if she hasn't, I'll include her anyways. Um, she's, like, like, uh, she has the, the past. She doesn't necessarily have to, uh, wear neon green to be part of hot neon green girl summer. Okay, fair enough. Alright. Um, now you mentioned you designed some, um, some things for other, of uh, some of the other wrestlers. Can you tell us about that? I did. Um, so uh, one of my favorite ones that I did is um, uh, Randy Rivera, who is now uh, Jeriel uh, Rivera. And um, <laughs> so now I guess his shirts uh, are worthless because they have his um, old name on him. He decided he wanted to change his name, which I understand. I've been going through a little bit of an identity crisis myself. So I understand where he's coming from, but um, when you have a design as cool as the one he has, why would why would you, I don't know, I don't know. But um, that was that was one of the ones that was probably my favorite one that I've done. You have a, a background. How did designing things come about for you? Um. Well, I mean, I'm talented at so many things. Um, so, yeah, of course, as I should be. Um, and I grew up uh, being a very artistic person. And um, I was speaking with Jeriel, um And we I had pitched the design to him. Just like, hey, how cool would it be if you had a shirt like this? And he was like, hey, how cool would it be if you made that? And so I did. And it was it was really just as simple as that. Awesome. Now, mm. You just mentioned you're kind of going through an identity crisis. 
call it that. Well, that's what you called it, but could you maybe... I mean, like, yeah, that is what I called it, but yeah, I guess we can call it an identity crisis or whatever. A, a little bit. Um, I don't know. I just... I feel like I've been going crazy lately because I have yet to win a match. Um, and I get that life's not fair and, and all that kind of stuff, but I, I am, I'm me. So I, I, I'm going to make it fair. And, um, and it's, it's been destroying me mentally a lot. And I, you know, yeah, I've been going through it just a little bit and, or maybe a lot of it. Um, so I've been just taking my anger out on other things until I can take my anger out on these people that have treated me unfairly, that have wronged me, that have not seen what they should see in me. And um, yeah, there's a couple people I can't, especially once I'm, I'm fully kind of recovered from this knee situation, there are a couple people that I, I cannot wait to get my hands on. Let's just say that. Sounds like you're going to be a force to be reckoned with when uh, that uh, knee goes up. Yes, that is that is certainly for sure. Now, uh, just, uh, we like grammar on the show. Uh, mm -hmm. So, could you tell us, is there any significance of spelling your name with two R's and two T's? Um... <laughs> that is the only way that I've ever seen Barrett spelled, so that's why it is spelled that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing special about it. It is that's how I know how to spell Barrett. That's how I was taught to spell my last name, and that's how it is spelled. I've yeah. never seen it. I'm sure you could spell it with one R and one T, um, but I've never seen it spelled any other way. Okay. Now, uh, can you tell us about your rivalry with New England traffic? <laughs> oh, um, so I live, um, I live a little bit away from the uh, New England Pro Wrestling Academy, so I am often stuck in traffic, and um, it has become the one of the banes of my existence, and. Um, I just don't get it because it seems to be getting worse and worse. And I feel like by now, um, if people already don't know who I am, they should by now. And they know they should move out of my way. Cause I've got like, I get that they have to go to work or like take their kids to school, but those things aren't as important as me getting to the school. Um, and so because of them, um, I, I usually don't get there when I would like to. And um, there's nothing I can do about it. So I've just accepted it. And there's nothing I can, you know, I don't know. There's nothing I can, like, legally, like, safely do about it. So I just, I guess, I have to deal with it. But it's, it's part of being human, I guess. Well, I definitely think that's a great segue into our next segment. Mm. 
every parent enjoy adventure. Your for was directed up and down the roads and feeling crazy and forgotten what that happened. Mm -hmm. Road story that looks like a um hmm something bizarre oh my goodness i i'm not gonna lie i usually on long car trips will have my headphones in and i don't want to talk to anyone because the people i'm in the car with i don't want to talk to because i don't like them uh, with the exception, with the exception, with the exception of Che Long, um, I, we've taken many road trips together, um, and he's my favorite person to take road trips with because he is um, very funny. He has a great taste in music. Uh, he's a very good wrestler, um, and he's cool, and he's he's nice, and I just like being around him um compared to people like i had to be in a car with seabass i had to be in a car with my least favorite person on the planet uh ls bartano um so usually when i'm in the car with them i just put my headphones on and um ignore them because they're rambling on about stupid stuff that i don't care about oh. um that does bring us to the colossal question they're making a movie about you. It's a big, yes. it's gonna be a big blockbuster picture. Steven Spielberg's gonna direct it. Um, the whole shebang. Um, every movie has a soundtrack. What? Oh, good be, question. What would be the first three songs on the Ellie Barrett wrestling soundtrack up to this point? Oh, well. One song that has, ever since I was just like, as long as I can remember, one song that just gets me in the like fighting mood is, um, I can't, I don't know who it's by and I really don't actually know the real title of this song, but I just know it is, I call it Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This. Um, it's, it's, I think they use it in like the, the Fantastic Four movie, um, or something. Stevie Nicks. Is it? Uh, that's not Stevie Nicks, no, is it? No, not Stevie Nicks. Uh, uh, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox. I do think it's Annie Lennox. It's just there's something about that that synth and that 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 uh, bass drum that like completely change everything in my brain and uh, uh, just could get me in a fighting mode. So definitely that song. Um, hmm. I've been listening a lot to Antagonist by uh, the Nova Twins. That's been really, um, I guess, helping me with my little identity crisis, mental breakdown issue that I'm going on with. That'll probably be resolved soon or not. I don't know when, but um, Antagonist, it's really, I can relate to it because I do feel like uh, everyone and everything just seems to hate me and seems to be against me. So that song really speaks to me. Um, Oh goodness, what else? Um, I'm just trying to think of what I've been listening to uh, recently. Oh, oh, anything like um, uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, that like um, Humble, probably his song Humble or DNA. That was, it would be uh, Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This, 
Um, Antagonist and DNA by Kendrick Lamar, those three songs, those are key songs to the Ellie Barrett soundtrack. Those are great. That's a great selection right there. It is. It's, a, it's variety. It's good. I like to have a very good uh, variety of music uh, that I listen to, all of the genres. Now, do you lock it in? Do I, as the, those are my three, those are my final three? Yes. I will 100% lock it in. Alright. Well, of course, we need to hire somebody to play you. You can't play yourself because, you know, you gotta make that Stanley cameo at the end. Oh, yeah. So, who's playing this? Oh my goodness. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Um, I, I would love to see, uh, Beanie Feldstein. I would love to see her in an action movie. Um, and she's done some, like, she's done some, uh, great movies. Booksmart is a great movie, but I want to see her in an action movie. And I think that she would do a phenomenal job of, really capturing my essence. Yeah, I, th I could definitely see that. Mm. And obviously every movie has a supporting cast. Name mm. three people that would be in your movie and who would play them. Okay. Um, well, obviously my arch nemesis um, I think it should be my arch nemesis. My arch nemesis, if it hasn't already been made clear, uh, is L.S. Bartano. Um, I hate him more than anything in the world. I'm like, it's not even like funny. Like, I really do like, like, I'm like smiling right now, but like, I really do like dislike this person um, because like, he just thinks he, am I allowed to swear? You can say whatever the fuck you want. Okay, cool. I just think he thinks he's just hot shit. And um, he reminds me of some people in my past that were just, you know, they just did some really bad things to me. So he just, I just want to like, you know, uh, strangle him just a little bit or a lot of it. Uh, that's to put it lightly. Um, so I think it would be so cool in my movie to um, get to do that. Um, and somebody who should play him. Oh, God. Like, someone... Um, Adam Sandler? I think that would be great. Adam Sandler, yeah. Like, just... Um, uh, um, Adam Sandler. Maybe Danny DeVito. I think he would be really great. Uh, at playing him, capturing really capturing his his stupid essence. Um, I don't. I really don't know what's so funny. Like this is like I don't like. Have you ever like seen him? He wears a stupid mohawk. Like what are you, a chicken? Like because that's for that, that seems to be for sure because he seems to be pretty freaking scared of me. Um, which, like, as he should, but, like, it's embarrassing. Um, I mean, like, you, you get him on this podcast and you can ask him how he feels about me, because I'm sure he doesn't feel so great about me, but, like, I just have this... The, I remember the day that I met him, I just was like, I do not like this person. And I've as I've gotten to know him more, I like him less and less. 
Um, so yeah, definitely, I think I'd say Adam Sandler, and I would want him to do just the worst job of he's ever done. Um, I think I would love to have Shannon um, be like the Robin to my Batman. Shannon would be great as that. And um, who should play Shannon? I'm terrible with actor names. Um, oh, goodness. Um, Amanda Seyfried? Is that how you say her name? I would love to see. I think she's a great actress. She's fun. And I think it'd be cool to see uh, Shannon play her. Because um, Amanda Seyfried is... Uh, she does a great job playing kind of like the, the badass in uh, Jennifer's Body, which is a cult classic, um, perfect Halloween movie. Uh, since this is coming out around Halloween, that is, yes, it's coming out near Halloween. This podcast is coming out near Halloween. It is. Yes. Um, so there we go. Uh, everyone can go check out that movie uh, and see how awesome Amanda Seyfried is in it. Um, so definitely Shannon, uh, uh, she would be played by her. And then one more person. Does it have? I mean, I guess Che Long because I I like Che Long is my other like favorite like person at uh, the school. So um, hmm, there's I can picture his face and I don't remember his name and I feel really bad for not remembering it. Um, but he is the main character in this show called Kingdom. It's on Netflix. And I can't remember his name, but that's who I would have um, uh, play Che because he is also a badass um, and Che is a badass. And I think it would just be a perfect, um, perfectly cast movie. Would it be uh, Jin Ji-ho? Uh, <laughs> don't know he plays the the prince the the prince character who's just like he's an excellent fighter he's just morally very smart uh and he's down for the cause and those are the three things that um i think that che are um so che is so good at english this is sounding like an even bigger blockbuster than the master I know it's like uh, so. I've like never seen a Marvel movie, but like I imagine that it would be bigger than any Marvel movie ever. Okay, you you've never seen a Marvel movie? Yeah, I have no. Okay, well, so here's the thing. Um, I and this is a part of the other reason why I don't like Aspartano because I think superheroes are dumb. And um, what are you wearing a stupid ass cape? Like embarrassing. You look stupid. Anyways, um. I have seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and that is it. I am, I'm not really interested in, in superhero movies. If I'm going to watch a superhero movie, hot take, I guess. But I'm going to pick a DC movie. I loved the new Suicide Squad movie. I loved the Peacemaker series. Um, I loved the Justice League movie. I thought it was like really uh, just neat. But, um, yeah, no, I've only ever seen one, uh, I, this probably like a hot take and if people aren't gonna, if people aren't gonna be happy about it, then they can, um, go cry about it, I guess. Uh, but Marvel is just kind of like lame. Oh. I'm going from one very controversial subject <laughs> to, the most to another, to the most controversial subject. 
Yes. Pineapple on pizza. What's your stance? Yes. What is, like, I don't understand why, like, like, do I want it all the time? No. But why are we shaming people for what they put on their pizza? Like, I don't care if you put pineapple on your pizza or not. Why do people care? Like, what is wrong with it? I do like it, but I don't understand what's wrong with it. Um, that's, but if Che Long listens to this, I'm lying. I don't like pineapple on my pizza. I told him, he asked me that once and I, I said, well, what do you like? And he said, I don't like pineapple on my pizza. And I said, I don't either. Um, and I want him to think I'm cool because I think he's cool. So just for like the sake of saking, I, I, yes and no, like I won't disclose. I, I think we should stop like people from like shaming people for what they put on their pizza. I'm not going to shame somebody because they like to put anchovies on their pizza. It's not for me, but you know what? Pop off, do whatever you want to do. I think we need to get you on the next forbidden food of them for pizza party. <laughs> I would love that um, because I would just, you know, go around slapping everyone in the face with a pizza. I think that would be really entertaining for uh, myself and everyone. Did you see recently uh, uh, Jordan Grace slap Ziggy Dice with a, uh, a pizza slice? <laughs> no, I I love Jordan Grace. I my kind of goal in working on myself is to is to look like her. I think she's just so like beautiful and strong, and she is. I think the like most evident proof that beautiful can be like strong too because i think there's that weird thing where it's like oh like muscular women or muscular females are presenting people like it like that's not how women should be who like who are you to say that jordan grace looks so cool and she could probably like deadlift five of these tiny like little twig boys who are saying that about her um i can't believe she slapped someone in the face with uh ziggy Haim. is that who it was ziggy dice Ziggy Dice. Oh, um, oh my goodness. Oh wait, I did see that. I saw it on Twitter, and it was a big. It was a big slice of pizza. Yeah, I like. God, I wish I were Jordan Grace. That must have been so fun. It was audible. It was uh, wow. I mean, like as it should. As it should. I bet she had the bet she had the time of her life doing it. Oh yeah, and then obviously she squashed Ziggy and. A ten-second match. <laughs> um, as she should, as she should. What's your spirit Pokemon? My spirit. Ooh. Hmm. I haven't played Pokemon in so long. <sighs> My favorite one. I don't remember the name of it. It was uh, when they were like, it was the last one I played was it was like the the islands or whatever. And the one of the starters, it was a fire cat and he turned into a luchador. Um, so I, Incineroar, maybe that's what his name was. But him, I, I thought, he, I thought that one uh, was, I mean, like, cause he was a wrestler. Of course I was like, little kid me was like, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, I also just, I'm, I will um, always pick, like, nine out of ten times I will pick the fire starter, um, just because it's the obvious answer, it's the most powerful. I don't understand people who pick the grass type, um, because that's, like, 
like graphite is so weak and like water is just so hit or miss fire is always going to be powerful it's always the right choice all right weirdest question you ever be asked in a wrestling interview would you ever consider wrestling a rap not playing Gamson, not the country, an actual rock. Um, yeah, and I would win. Alright. I, I have no other, ev like, I don't have any evidence to back that. Um, how big is this rock? Actually, oh. I don't care. I know I'll win. <laughs> well, just for context, there's this wrestler named uh, Psycho Mike that wrestled an actual rock for over 15 minutes in what was called a Princeton Man match. An iron wow. match that lasted for two weeks. Wow, and how did he do in that match? Did he win? No, he didn't win. That's, yeah, that's embarrassing. You're going to let an inanimate object pin you. Yeah, no thanks. Well, I, mean, I, I will be winning. I, mean, I will the beat The Rock. I was the World Heavyweight Champion. So, I mean, it's not just... And then you're going to have, you're going to put your championship on a rock. Okay, like, cool. Like, that's not what I would do. So, I guess maybe, like... If he, The Rock is still the champion, book, book me against The Rock. I will win, and I'll be the champion, and I'll be hell of a lot better than a rock. All right. What the hell is that about? Ron Bordico, if you're listening, book the damn match. Yeah. Yeah. Me against me against a rock. And I, I've, got, I've got lots of rocks myself, so I, I'll have backup. Ooh, you have rocks, too? I have, oh, I have, I'm, um, I, I guess uh, you could say a rock collector. I, uh, I live by, uh, the beach, so I often, if I find a rock that I think is cool, I take it home. If, I don't know if you're allowed to do that, if that's, like, wrong, then, um, any police that are listening to this, uh, don't, I guess, I don't know, but, like, yeah, no, I just, I, I, uh, I like rocks, I think they're, they're neat, and, um, but if I'm gonna have to beat one up for a championship, yeah, I'll do that. It'll be easy as hell. No, I completely get that. I yeah. probably have that mentality as well. Yeah, it's a good mentality to have. And of course, we love Tracy Smothers on the show. Um, mm. Do you know the acronym for THUG? T-H-U-G. I mean, I probably don't know what it actually is, but I could make one up. Uh, the I'm interested to see what. Um. So it's, it's the it's this is exactly what it is. It's the hounds of and then of is spelled U F and then justice spelled with a G. The hounds of justice. Well, honestly, you're. A little, you're closer than you might think. <laughs> Am I really? That's awesome. Well, I'm so smart. T is for terrible. H okay. is for hell. U is okay. for ugly. And okay. G is for jail. Because a dog can't spell. Okay, and you know what? And I guess I can't spell either, either so I must be a thug. <laughs> there you go. You just want something new. I just, I mean, it's, it's not like I learned anything new. I'm not like, so like, I'm illiterate by choice. I can read, I just choose not to. And it's a really, like, life is just more simple that way. And um, I encourage 
um, not the kids, all the kids should learn how to read, but when you're an adult, you should decide if you want to continue uh, to be literate or just not because you don't feel like it. And I don't feel like it, so I'm not. Alright. Hmm. So, uh, on a more serious note, where do you see yourself in five years? In five years? Um, I mean, there's so many things that I would like to do in wrestling and I think that there's what I've learned is that there is this this universe this wrestling world is very very unpredictable anything can happen so I I have I have no idea exactly where I I will be in five years but I I'd like to be in Japan. I'd love to wrestle in Japan or have already wrestled in Japan. Um, I would like to work for one of the uh, major TV network um, promotions. Ring of Honor has always been um, a goal of mine. Uh, so I would love to work for them. Um, obviously, WWE, obviously, AEW, um, especially especially impact actually because um impact um they will actually have like men fight the women and, and vice versa wwe doesn't have that AEW doesn't have that um even though i'm pretty sure they promised it which is kind of not <laughs> i don't think that's very cool because i i'm very 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 for intergender wrestling and um i think hopefully in five years from now, I can be one of the people that helps break that into the into the world of TV, I guess, um, because there are some strong, powerful, badass women out there, and they don't deserve to be overlooked. They are just as strong, if not stronger, than the men. And so um, I would love to, in five years from now, be a part of that movement. And I feel like it's starting, but it's, uh, the fight is certainly not over yet to have intergender wrestling on TV. So that, I guess, that's where I'd like to be in five years. Is there any uh, promotion uh, in Japan specifically that you wanted to be a part of? Um, probably, I mean, obviously stardom. Obviously. Um, obviously, but um, I, when I was in high school, I was <laughs> wicked into DDT. Um, just because it was so, it was so incredibly stupid and so like, just like funny. Um, I, like, I, I, I think, um, it was Kenny Omega wrestled like a blow up doll or something. And I was like, that's like, I, that's so stupid that like, like, here's the thing with, with, um, like Seabass, he embarrassed me. If I like chose to embarrass myself, that's different. And I would do that because I made that decision. Um, so if, like, I, I would love to, if, if I could ever work for a DDT, that would be fun, but really stardom, stardom is the goal, and, uh, if stardom and New Japan merge into one promotion, or New Japan kind of gets a, uh, women's promotion, I would love to work for them as well. Alright. And, uh, mm. what's the match people should go out of their way to see that best shows off what, uh, Ellie Barrett is all about? Um... Well, 
I don't have a whole lot of my singles matches that are out there for viewing purposes, but um, if if you want to see me um, at my best before my injury, probably the Chaotic Countdown. Um, that I had the most fun uh, in that match. I had the most fun beating the crap out of people in that match, and I had the most fun teaming with people uh, in that match. Um, but definitely look out in the future because um, as soon as I'm back from my injury, oh boy, people better look out because there's some stuff coming down. There's some stuff coming down the tracks. That's certainly for sure. You need to start up a YouTube and put these matches on it. I should. I've been like meaning or like at least thinking about uh, making a YouTube channel um, just to like, I think it would be fun to vlog. I watched like all the vlogger YouTubers like when I was in like middle school and stuff. And I was like, that looks like so much fun. I wish I could do that. And now it's like, oh my God, I can because I'm famous and important and everyone wants to see what I do. So um, I think I might like when we go on my, our, our long, long ass car rides up to, to Maine or Vermont and I have to be stuck in the car with a bunch of idiots and also Che Long. Um, I should probably like vlog that. I should probably vlog that for like safety purposes because like they could very well just like attack me unprovoked, which would be rude of them. Although, like, I mean, like, I don't know, Espartano thinks he's Batman, so like maybe he just uh, come, come out of the shadows and beat me up because like it's weird like that. Um, but yeah, that would not be a bad idea. I could vlog that and then I could be like, oh my god, look at this strange freak who just beat me up um i'm gonna sue him and then i don't have to worry about him anymore that would actually be a great idea no it's definitely something as, as an interview uh, interview ball the, the first thing i usually do is look on youtube so and when wrestlers have youtube it's very very convenient to find out more about that i should do that and then yeah, oh, that's a good idea. I might have to break into the break into the YouTube world. All right. Oh, uh, we'll workshop it. <laughs> yeah, just a little workshop. It we'll workshop it. Yeah. And uh, since we are nearing the conclusion of this interview, we are wrestling with the eight questions of doom. Oh, good. Okay, that sounds scary. I love it. This is our speed round, our bonus round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready? Okay, yes. Excluding yourself, greatest wrestler of all time. Oh, uh, Triple H. Worst wrestler. Uh, I lost Martano. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not a. I can't. Uh, that's not a genuine answer. No, it is. Who? I'm not gonna be nice to him. Who am I kidding? Yeah, that's Martano. Your main event in WrestleMania for the World Championship. Who is your opponent? I would love for it to be Esbartano. I'd love to <laughs> beat the shit out of him on the, the greatest stage of them all. If you could come out to anyone's entrance music, past or present, who would it be? Oh, um... Either, oh, um... Either Shawn Michaels, uh, Sexy Boy, or Triple H, uh, the game. Those, like, 
those two. Those are great. Alright. Finish the sentence. K-Fabe is... Um... Uh, I can't come up with something fast enough. Um, K-Fabe is... Um, none of your business. K-Fabe is none of... Um, if It's none of, the, none of the fans' business. None of the fans' business. That's what I would say. We would have also accepted taste great on toast. Taste great on toast? Yes. I don't, I don't know if that's a joke that is going straight over my head. Like I said, I'm illiterate. I'm not, like, smart. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Okay, cool. I'd love to be a part of one someday. <laughs> Squash. Fruit or vegetable? Um, I don't know. Uh... Vegetable? It's a fruit. It's a fruit, okay, I don't care. Tomato like, lettuce. okay. Tomato, is tomato a fruit? I don't care. Yes, it it's a food, it's good. I don't care what it is, like, qualified by science or whatever. Well, you are a part of Squash Squad now, and that means a hell of a lot more. I, I mean, like, I'm a big uh, fan of squash, so that means a lot. Alright. Now, new to Pan Wrestler Tai Chi, his ring gear gets smaller every year, revealing more of himself to the world. My question mm. what mm. is the appropriate trunks to butt cheek ratio for ring gear? What is, what is the appropriate? I just want to make sure I got this, heard this right. What is the appropriate pants to butt cheek ratio? Yes, for ring gear. For ring gear. Um, I mean, well. Half of my answer is it depends on what are you most comfortable with. If you're comfortable, um, then show it off, you know? Have fun with it. Be confident. If you're not comfortable with it, then you don't have to do it. Those are making no rules. But then it's like also like my other half of the answer is if you have a nice ass, why not show it off? So there's the, the duality of that. Um, those are my both of those are my answer. And I will accept both of them. Awesome. As you should. And the main event, the last question, the thing everybody wants to know. Have mm. you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen? About Darby Allen. That's so crazy that you ask that because, yes, I have. All right, elaborate. No. You, I will not. <laughs> you you can't just say yes I have and not tell us the story. Um I think I can. I don't know. No, I haven't really. I don't know. I just wanted to say yes cuz I thought it'd be funny cuz like why would I be talking about Darby Allen in a grocery store? Uh are, is that something that people do like like hi stranger, do you want to hear about this skateboarding little skinny skeleton boy who does crazy stuff in wrestling rings? Like no, I'm sorry, that's never come up in conversation. I usually don't go up to strangers and talk about wrestling, because then they're like, what's wrong with you? And then I'm like, what's wrong with you? Uh, yeah, so, no, I don't know, like, have you ever gone up to a stranger and been like, do you know who Darby Allen is? Like, yes. You have? Okay, well, have you ever let's... been on our YouTube page? <laughs> um, I mean, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts as, like, research, 
but um, I guess I need to go dive deeper into your YouTube page no. and see what the ish is. Me and my co-host, Coleco, uh, yes, uh, physically went into um, a supermarket and we, mm. asked, we went up to random people and asked them, do you know who Darby Allen is? And did anyone know who Darby Allen is? Well, the best answer I got was she was a famous actress from the 1950s. I'm um, sure she was. You know what? I'm I'm sure Darby Allen, like the wrestler, was also a famous actor from the 1950s. I would I would believe that that he's actually like like 70, 80 years old under all that like skeleton makeup, and um and that he's actually an 80 year old woman. I I believe that. And you know what? Good for him. He's he's doing so good for himself or herself, whatever. Like, good for him. That that's that's a funny answer. And the best uh, answer my uh, co-host got was, um, did, what did this guy do to you? Are you okay, man? What, who is this? Does he owe you money? Well, was yeah. the person you asked that question to okay? Does he owe anyone money? Does, uh, does uh, Darby Allen owe you money? <laughs> yeah, was the person they asked the, the question to. It sounds like he wasn't okay. My, uh, my co-host, he... Just took, uh, he printed out a picture of Darby Allen and said, do you know who this is? <laughs> yeah, um, man, more people should know who Darby Allen is. He's so, I, I don't know Darby Allen personally, but, um, I, he does things that make me worry about his safety constantly. Um, but you know what? Uh, he seems like he's having fun, so pop off, I guess. Oh, and of course, that was the correct answer. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me. Of course, thank you for having me. It was an honor. I'm sure it was an honor for you to have me as well. Oh, absolutely. As you should. And how could people have the honor of following you? Well, uh, my social medias are all the same. It is Ellie Barrett PW on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That is Ellie Barrett PW, E L L I E B A R R E T T P W on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just those for the people that can't spell, because I know what that's like for people who can't spell. I can spell my old name. I cannot spell uh, other big words, though. Not because I can't, but because I don't want to. And uh, we make it easy here for the people that can't spell. Simply go into the description of the video below <gasps> on YouTube and and click the link. All of the links oh my be there. god, that's so accessible. Yes, uh, no need to go into your Google machine, click the link, a new uh, tab will appear on whatever device you, you're on. You've been listening to them for just over an hour. Give them a damn follow. Yes. Oh, my God. I need more little people for my cult. I want to start a cult. I will be a part of your cult, for sure. Really awesome. I'm just announcing that now. I think I'm, that's part of, like, the identity crisis I'm going through. So, like, if, if um, when this comes out, maybe I'll put a poll when this comes out. And um, if I'm sane by then, I don't know. I probably won't remember to do it. But, like, I don't know. Think about starting a cult if you want to be in a my cult, you can follow me, I guess. The Whatever. Or no, I don't care. The Neon Green Summer Cult? Um, I, well, I mean, it's fall now. Um, so, I I guess, um, 
Neon Green Fall. Yeah. But like, uh, no, I don't know. The cult of, cult of, I don't know, people who are better than everyone else. Probably that. That sounds good. Yeah, I've joined so many cults this year. It's crazy. That's, I mean, good for you. Really putting yourself out there, I guess. And um, of course, to all our listeners, thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for joining us uh, for part one of our part of our two part interviews for our anniversary of two years of uh, interviews. Um, if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, or on YouTube at CastBox. Join us tomorrow, uh, for another incredible interview. Um, and, of course, this is sponsored by Rose Energy and Fair Rock Coffee. Follow us on, uh, Twitter at Wrestling the E for information on who we're interviewing, when we're interviewing them, uh, links to those interviews, and so much more. Also, Wrestling the E on Instagram. Um, you can follow me personally at jmc993. You can follow Kaliko at iamkaliko. You can follow Scooter Dust at Scooter Dust. Um, and on the remix, uh, the only live alternative commentary for WWE uh, PLEs. And on the Smoking Dragons Twitch stream. Alright, uh, Ellie, when I say wrestling wit, you say entertainment. Gotcha. For... All very special guests, Ellie Barrett, Calico Yacht, Scooter Dust, I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling with... Entertainment! Hey folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Enjoy the show, support these guys, we appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.